your destination is a grave. That's dark, but <laughs> wow, this is going great. This is my intro song. I'm kind of nervous because this is the first episode that I have like more eyes on me and I'm like, oh my god, am I going to be good enough? Will people like what I have to say? Um, am I wasting people's times? But that's just insecurity. And that's just me doubting myself, which is okay and common and expected and not completely outrageous, but not fair to myself because people have literally told me that they like my first two episodes. So I feel like if I just keep putting myself into this, then I'm doing it right, right? All right. What did I want to talk about today? I wanted to start talking about self-love and the journey of self-love, because that's kind of what I set out to do to begin with. This all started because I had two friends come to me and say, you know, you say a lot of great things about self-love. We, we think it'd be great if it was in podcast form. And I guess this comes from my own journey of trying to learn how to love myself. And then from there, being so excited and empowered to try and help others feel the same type of empowerment I was getting from my own self-love. Yeah, and I guess I just spew a lot of stuff at my loved ones to remind themselves to be kind to themselves and to love themselves and yada 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 and I guess that's become my personal brand this girl who just t reminds you and yells at you to be kind to yourself and to remember that you are worthy of love from yourself and that's kind of where this podcast was supposed to start but then I ended up talking about the post office <laughs> and a racist man at a grocery store but we're getting back on track and I mean I'm sure in the past few episodes you've heard some bits of me come through some bits of the self-love Cindy come through oh my god I didn't even introduce myself hi guys welcome to a welcome rarity podcast this is Cindy Lynn and I'm your host who forgot how to introduce herself I kind of wanted to start with where it all started for me to kind of show that this journey that people talk about, this loving yourself mindset and mentality that's all over Instagram and whatever, it's not easy, it's not magic, it's not instant. And it's not a destination. There is not a land that people who love themselves live in. And we stay here forever. <laughs> Just loving ourselves and being super positive and empowered all the time. That's not a thing. But I feel like that's what social media and celebrities tell us. When they say, you know, just love yourself. Just be good to yourself. Just love yourself. You know, like when you love yourself... The world will love you back. And though I don't completely disagree with that cliche, it's not that easy. Self-love is not a switch. 
Self-love is not a predetermined path. It is a journey. And by journey, I mean, don't think about the destination. The destination is whatever. Life is a journey. Life is not a destination. Your destination is a grave. That's dark. But, <laughs> wow, this is going great. Life is a journey. Loving yourself is a journey. They're one and the same. They go together. Um, so I wanted to start out with my ugly beginning, where I was very vulnerable. I was very low and so hard on myself. I didn't believe I was capable of achieving things that I now know I am fully capable of doing. In the beginning, I didn't realize it at the time, but I was entering my journey when I was in a very low point in my life. I was very distraught, very stressed, very anxious, very vulnerable, very low self-esteem, depending on another person to remind myself of my worth and my value. And then that person left. We left each other. I don't want to make that person seem like he's a terrible person. He was actually a wonderful person. But that person left my life and I left his life. And imagine my shock when I had no one to tell me that I was capable and wonderful and valuable and stunning except myself. And that's ridiculous. Why would I call myself any of those things? Why would I ever admit to such preposterous things, right? But when, when people leave your life, you are never alone because you always have yourself. And when this person left my life, I needed to learn how to enjoy my own company. I needed to learn to be my own rock I needed to learn that I could depend on myself and lean on myself. And as I go into this, it might sound like I'm talking about two different people, because sometimes that is what it feels like. It seems like I'm loving myself as if I am separate from myself, as if I were my best friend or a friend. don't want to get too ahead of myself. Um, but if that helps you to understand this concept of loving yourself as if you would love another person, that's definitely been a way to look at it for me. That's definitely been a way for me to learn how to love myself. So I started on this journey not knowing that this loss, that I, what I consider to be a loss, was actually the beginning of so much to gain from myself. I set out to learn about myself and just be with myself. But I will say that didn't actually happen. It was like the, the idea was planted, but I was not watering the seeds. I planted the idea of self-love into myself, but I was not watering it, was not giving it sunlight. Uh, there was no good fertilizer in the land. So the seeds were kind of just there. And I ended up in a flirtationship with someone else and in oh, this weird space of like, I wanted to just be with me and learn about me, but this guy's really nice and I like talking to him and blah, 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 right? And then 
when it came to, well, is this going to be anything? I decided I didn't want that. It was almost like a test. I see it as like, oh, are you going to go back to depending on someone else? Or are you going to work on yourself so you can depend on yourself and then find someone who fits that version of you? And I chose the latter. And I think that's when I really knew that I was committed to myself and dating myself because I'm always dating myself at this point. Imagine the shock of my current partner when I told him I'm dating myself. Um, but we'll get to that later on. And only then did I really realize that I was going to really choose me and not choose someone else. Because this person that was in a flirtationship, I, I called it, an entanglement. Oh my god, am I Jada Smith? It's not an entanglement. I, there was no entanglement with this person. Um, but when I had a flirty relationship with this person, he was so sweet. He gave me so many compliments. He told me I was smart and wonderful to talk to. Um, he made me feel like I was attractive and physically and intellectually. And I thought to myself, wow, it'd be so easy to say yes to this person and just let them love me. It is so easy for me to just say, yeah, be in my life, love me, give me all this affirmation and attention and validation. And that's when I realized choosing yourself is the hard thing to do. Choosing yourself is the hard thing to do. It's easy to choose another person to fill you with love and validation and whatever it is we seek in life it's very very difficult to choose yourself i chose myself to be the person i'm laughing because it sounds funny to say now but i chose myself to tell me i'm pretty and that i'm intelligent and that i am attractive intellectually and physically i'm telling myself that i am wonderful and stunning and all these things that I've had other people tell me as a way to validate myself, but now I realize I can do that for me. And I say it's hard because we are the hardest on ourselves. I think I mentioned that in my first podcast, the idea of being so hard on ourselves because we know our true selves. We know every layer of ourselves. And I think we've been taught in the society to have a critical eye on ourselves more than anyone else. And that's not fair to the person that you will be spending your whole life with, which is you, which is yourself. I don't know if I want to stop it here, keep going. <laughs> I had this whole story to tell. I was looking through my journal entries from like two, three years ago, but okay, I'll go into it. Why not? Uh, this is going to be so confusing to edit. It's going to be such... A stream of consciousness which is who I am hello I'm Cindy I have ADHD and I speak and tell stories in a stream of consciousness we can talk about ADHD another time um, but to go into my story because I this isn't even the story that I just gave you it's all the stuff leading up to it um, I reached a point where I had kind of reunited with the first 
person I was dating that I mentioned who was wonderful and helped me through a very, very rough time in my life where I was so vulnerable and raw and delicate. But I recognized that I depended on him too much for my validation and to remind me that I was capable and wonderful. Um, when we split, I was in a different type of raw, vulnerable state. I questioned to myself why I was not enough, why our relationship was not enough. All of this stems from insecurity and not knowing that I am worthy and that things just don't work out sometimes. Um, but I had reunited with him during like a friend gathering thing. And he's the type of person who doesn't really dwell on emotions, doesn't feel the need to talk about everything. Whereas I literally have a podcast where I go out of my way to talk more <laughs> to myself. So our character is different in that way. Um, but I was still not over it. I was not over the fact that I just couldn't understand why it had ended. Well, okay, I understood why it ended. Let me go back. I was not over the fact that it had been so easy for someone to let go when it was so hard for me to let go. And I blamed, I went inward. I thought it was all my own doing. And I wished that I could be like him and just live life and move forward and breathe and feel free but I couldn't and I remember at the same friend reunion thing I confided in my two friends very late at night when everyone was sleeping about how I was so frustrated with who I was It only took three episodes, guys, and we're crying. Um, I was so mad at myself for being this emotional person. I couldn't just let things go. I had to feel things in such extremes. And I do feel things in extremes. It took me until this moment with my friends to realize that I'm a person who feels in extremes. And I was so upset that because of this, it led to such extreme pain in my life. And I remember telling my friend, I just wish I wasn't such an emotional person. I wish I didn't feel in such extremes. And my friend told me, don't you dare say that about yourself because that's the, my favorite thing about you. And that's when I realized my extreme emotions, the way I feel so extremely, is worthy of love. Someone can love that about me. Someone will love that about me. And if that someone is just me, that's amazing. I hope no one thinks that this is supposed to be a sob story. I think I'm just so emotional because I really thought so lowly of myself. It's not the case like that anymore, but wow. I haven't um, 
dug up that emotion in a while. Woo! And I decided to record this before therapy? Oh, my doctor's gonna have a field day today. Okay. Woo! This isn't even the end of the story. Um, and then, I guess the following days, the flirtationship kind of just, like, was completely held to a halt because he, he was, he apparently had been seeing someone the whole time and I felt so stupid um, to think that this was a flirtationship when he was just friendly? I don't know. Anyways, that's a whole different story that I hope I won't talk about because it's unimportant and, well, it's, the details are unimportant. The person is very important because he was a, the test. He was the thing that I was able to say, no, I'm choosing myself and not you. You're wonderful. You really are. But so am I. Don't we, don't ever forget that you are wonderful too. Um, but yeah, I was so emotional. I felt so stupid. I was like, oh, he never thought this was a thing, but I thought it was a thing. And then I, here I was again, days later, emotional, an emotional wreck. I hope this doesn't come off as me screaming into the microphone, but I'm just so emotional, you know? <laughs> and I decided to leave the house and I was driving to just like get out of my own head and just go outside and I was so upset like damn like this just keeps happening where I just feel so extremely um and it leads me to a lot of pain yes but it also leads me to a lot of joy I thought I was stupid <laughs> for being hurt by people and still having faith in people and still putting love into people. I thought I was stupid. Or maybe it was a beautiful thing. And this is where you kind of see the gears turning in my head where I can flip the narrative for myself. And maybe I'm not stupid. Maybe I'm just compassionate or full of love. <laughs> or something else that I haven't figured out yet. But um, I thought to myself, okay, maybe it's not such a bad thing that I believe in people and put love into people. Even if what I put out is not completely reciprocated, it's, it's okay to love people. It's okay to put love and compassion into people. That's what I learned. And then I was as I was driving, tears streaming down my face I was, as I was driving, I saw a Wawa was opening up near campus and I just screamed like, oh my gosh, a Wawa's opening up. I can't wait. And I caught myself in this moment. I'm like, I'm fucking ridiculous. Tears still streaming down my face. I had completely flipped and was so ecstatic that a Wawa was opening up near my college campus. And I laughed at myself, thinking, wow, I really am just a mess. I'm ridiculous. Because I could be so upset about a boy and then just be so excited about a Wawa. And then I realized, yes, this is true. I do find extreme joy from my feelings. And that's a good thing. That's a beautiful thing. And then I'll call this my Wawa moment. I thought to myself, there's a lot of me that I still need to learn to love. But I need to do that so I can teach other people how to love me. 
in the future. I thought back to poems that I had read. Oh, I'm so stupid. I didn't, I'm not stupid, but I, I totally forgot before starting that I wanted to bring the poems in front of me so I could read them. Um, they're on my phone. I have them here with me. I'll start with the one by Rudy Francisco, the first poet that I really got into when I got into poetry. It says, perhaps we should love ourselves so fiercely that when others see us, they know exactly how it should be done. Another poem by Rupi Kaur. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that. Kaur? Kaur? Sorry. She writes, what I miss most is how you loved me. But what I didn't know was how you loved me had so much to do with the person I was. It was a reflection of everything I gave to you coming back to me. How did I not see that? How? Did I sit here soaking in the idea that no one else could love me that way? When it was I that taught you when it was I that showed you how to fill the way I needed to be filled. How cruel I was to myself, giving you credit for my warmth simply because you felt it. Thinking it was you who gave me strength, wit, beauty, simply because you refused to take your eyes off of it. As if I was already not these things before I met you as if I did not remain all these things once you left. Oops. These really spoke to me at this time, and they just came to me. I just remembered them. They had really just made that impact on me. I remembered... Oh, it, this is where it comes from, that conclusion that I shared a little earlier was the idea of... We need to learn to love ourselves, not just as a concept, but as an action. How we love ourselves is important. Teaching others how to love us, how to speak to us, how to treat us, how to comfort us, all comes from how we listen to ourselves, how we treat ourselves, and how we comfort ourselves. And this seems like really broad concept, but I promise it's really not. Um, it's really just thinking of yourself as someone worthy of love. And you think of people this way, naturally. Best friends, siblings, parents, even celebrities that you are fans of. You see them as worthy of chances and benefit of the doubt and support and love. Don't forget that you should extend yourself the same courtesy because you are just as worthy as anyone else to receive the love that you have to provide. You are worthy of the love that only you can give yourself. Give it to yourself. You deserve it. It's what she deserves, honestly. Um, I think that's it. I know it was like kind of short. 
Um, I might have to re-record it because I cried and mumbled and stuff, but maybe I'll just keep it. I'll just keep it. Um, yeah, I have therapy in like 10 minutes. I'm gonna get off this microphone and listen to it and maybe cry a little as I listen to myself cry. Or maybe you'll never hear any of this and I'm just talking to myself like I always do. Tune in next time where I figure out what the hell I'm going to talk about next time. Thanks for listening. Thank you for trusting me in telling you my story. I hope you'll start yours too. This is my outro song. Oh, I was made for this.